Joel chapter 2 and verse 23 the Bible simply says this be glad then you children of Zion and rejoice in the Lord your God for he hath given you the former rain moderately and he will cause to come down for you the rain and the former rain and the latter rain in the first month and the floors shall be full of wheat and the fats shall overflow with wine and oil Does anybody have faith here today? Can anybody see that day right here in this city where the fats begin to overflow with wine and oil, where the harvest is so great that it cannot fit in this building, but it begins to leap over into the Baptist church and the Presbyterian church and the Muslim mosque into every church in this city. Can you get a picture today of a seven million soul revival in Indiana? And I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that hath dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed and you shall know that I am in the midst of you and that I am the Lord your God and none else and my people shall never be ashamed Whew. you feel that the gift of faith is in this room right now the gifts of healing are in this room right now the working of miracles is in this room right now I want you to lift up both of your hands and begin to speak in other tongues as loud as you can would you lift up your voice Acts chapter 2 and verse 17 and it shall come to pass in the last days saith God I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams and on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall prophesy I want to preach for just a very short few moments today simply this God's seven billion soul harvest has already begun God's seven billion soul harvest has already begun and if you want to be a part of it I want you to put your Bibles down and clap your hands and begin to praise the Lord for a seven billion <laughs> 
Before you are seated, I want you to shake hands with two people. And I want you to look them right in the eye. And I want you to tell them, say, what I'm about to do today is going to unlock a seven billion soul harvest globally. You tell them, say, what I'm about to do today is going to unlock a seven billion soul harvest. One more time, would you clap your hands and somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. You may be seated. There is no doubt about it. We are living in the very last days. Soon and very soon we are going to see the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It will happen in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. The coming of the Lord is fast upon us. There's no doubt about it. The reason I know that is because there is an unprecedented moment of apostolic signs and wonders, deliverance, power, and demonstration of the Spirit of the Lord that is literally sweeping the globe right now. There has never been an hour like this hour all over the world the blind eyes are being opened and the deaf ears are being unstopped the lame are walking everybody is getting up out of wheelchairs all diseases are being cured there is a mighty revelation of the mighty God in Christ that is literally sweeping Trinitarian organizations all over the world. Entire organizations are coming to the revelation of the mighty God in Christ. I was standing on the banks of the Little Bighorn River uh, there in Wyola, Montana. We had just had a mighty outpouring of the Spirit on that Sunday morning where 38 Crow Indians were filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost speaking with other tongues just like the Bible says. We were baptizing all of them down in the Little Bighorn River when my phone rang and it was the um, an African number from the nation of Angola. And so I answered it. And when I answered the phone, the man on the other end said, he said, are you the Brother Robinette that is baptizing all of my missionaries in Germany in Jesus' name and praying all of them through to the Holy Ghost? He made me kind of nervous And I, I wasn't sure whether the right answer was yes or no And so I decided to be a little evasive And I said, look bro I said, everybody's getting the Holy Ghost I said, the Baptists are getting the Holy Ghost. The Catholics are getting the Holy Ghost. Muslims are getting the Holy Ghost by the tens of thousands all around the world. I said, if your missionaries are getting the Holy Ghost, you're just a part of what God is doing globally. He said, you're the one. He said, you are not allowed to pray any more of my people through to the Holy Ghost until you pray me through to the Holy Ghost. 
He said, I am the bishop of 2,000 churches in Angola and hundreds of thousands of believers. But we must be a spirit-led church. He said, when can I get the Holy Ghost? Two months later, he landed in Munich, Germany. He brought his general secretary with him. So the general superintendent and the general secretary of the largest Trinitarian organization in the nation of Angola met my wife and I for breakfast. We talked to them, took them to a church in the city of Munich. In just a short few seconds, they were speaking with other tongues just like the Bible says oh come on church you want to get on your feet and clap your hands for a 7 billion soul harvest the next morning that bishop and his general secretary met with our general board he said we are no longer a trinitarian organization he said but as of last night when i was born of the spirit the revelation of the mighty god in christ has gotten in my spirit he said we are now a jesus name one god tongue talking We are right now coordinating a massive Trinitarian crusade in the nation of Angola where they are planning to bring all 2,000 pastors to the capital city to hear about the mighty God in Christ and the infilling of the Holy Ghost. They are planning to rent the largest stadium in that city so in one day they can have a hundred thousand soul harvest in the nation come on if you have faith you want to get on your feet and clap your hands and shout We don't have time for ones and twos in these last days. God is going to give us entire churches, entire families, entire cities, entire nations. Before the coming of the Lord, there will be a seven billion soul revival. September, we were in the nation of Bangladesh. We had a great, a great uh, team of pastors from North America, about 40 pastors, maybe 42 pastors from North America, ministers from North America that joined us in Bangladesh for an incredible crusade in a predominantly Muslim nation. We spent three days with our team uh, preparing them, doing uh, training for apostolic demonstration and power. Then on the fourth day, I told our team, I said, we are getting ready to fly to the city of Jesser where the crusade will be hosted. I said when the pilot comes across the intercom and he says we are preparing to land I said I want all 42 of you ministers to lift up your hands and begin to speak in other tongues as loud as you can on the plane there were about a hundred people on the airplane and only 42 Pentecostals. You know how Pentecostals are. Once they get loose, it's hard to rein them back in. They are just trouble waiting to happen. 
When that pilot came across the intercom and said, we are preparing to land, I don't know who started it, but it just turned into a Pentecostal heyday on the airplane. In one second, everybody's hands were raised and every Pentecostal was shouting in other tongues as loud as they could. And then we had evangelists on the plane like Brother uh, Green and like uh, uh, the young one, uh, Brother Landing Gore. And they just thought that that was a free-for-all. So they undid their seatbelts. And while the plane is landing, they're reaching across aisles and laying hands on people. And we're all speaking in tongues on the airplane. Words of prophecy begin to break loose on the airplane. God began to speak to the nation of Bangladesh about a one million soul revival in the next four years. The flight attendant came running down the aisle, as you can imagine. She grabbed us by the arm. She said, I have been Muslim my entire life. My parents are Muslim. My grandparents are Muslim. I have only known Islam my entire life. She said, but in my whole life serving Allah, I have never felt him one time. But when you Pentecostals begin to speak in other tongues, whoever your God is, I can feel your God. The pilot came across the intercom. He said, I don't know who these Christians are, but I can feel their God in the cockpit of this plane. That is how it will be in the city of Terre Haute. God is going to... God is going to give you a revival that impacts the seven million. If you have faith for it, you ought to get in the aisle and dance a little bit. You ought to shout. feel faith you want to clap your hands you want to shout you want to speak in tongues you want to release faith an authoritative Holy Ghost tongue in this room right now. If you have the Holy Ghost, you want to shout it in authority. It's breaking down the walls. It's breaking down the Somebody, God is about to give Indiana a seven million soul revival. God's gonna give Haiti a ten million soul revival. Spain is gonna have a forty-seven million soul. Togo an eight point four 
million soul revival. Japan, 127 million souls. your hand on your neighbor's shoulder and begin to release faith into them. I want you to release faith. There's a global vision that's filling this room right now. The scales are coming off your eyes. God is allowing you to see the world from his vantage point. And his vantage point is a seven billion soul harvest. I release global vision now. I release global vision now. I release global sacrifice now. I release global anointing now. I release global impartation now. We came off of that airplane in Bangladesh and it was pouring the rain. I mean, sheets of rain were falling on the city of Jesser. We didn't know it, but the Muslim spiritual leaders in the town had gathered together in unity and prayed to Allah that the rain would be so great that no Muslims could be converted. We put our team in the bus, went to the field, walked out onto the field with that great apostolic missionary, brother and sister Corbin, some of the greatest apostles in the United Pentecostal Church International. We went out on that field with them and their national leaders. We lifted up our hands and began to pray in the all-powerful name of Jesus. The moment that we said in Jesus' name, every cloud in the sky Shut up tight. A strong wind began to blow. Every cloud left the sky. The sun broke loose and a double rainbow came up over one side of that soccer field and came all the way down to the other side as a... As a sign to those Muslims that the God of the Pentecostals was the only wise God. When those Muslims and Jessers saw what our God could do. Over 10,000 Muslims gathered to see what else Jesus could do. 
I told our team, I said, they don't even know our God. They've got to be convinced, Pastor. I said, they got to have miracles and signs and wonders. I said, for the next two nights, all I want you to do is preach the power of Jesus' name. For two days, they preached the power of Jesus. And in two services, there were over 6,300 notable miracles. Every blind person in the crowd received their sight. Every deaf person received their hearing. Every lame person got up and walked. It was so unprecedented that the mayor of the region of that nation of Bangladesh came to the service stood on the platform looked at me and Bishop Corbin and he said I have seen all the magic this world has to offer but I have never seen any of this world's magic cause the blind to see and the deaf to hear and the lame to walk and people speak in this new language he said tell me what is this magic? Bishop Corbin looked at him and said, Sir, this ain't magic. It's the power of the only wise God. He said, There is only one God, and his name is Jesus. And when you say that name, the blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk, and a seven billion soul harvest breaks loose. When we came back on that third night of the crusade, we didn't have to convince those Muslims that there was a God in heaven. They were shouting and dancing and they were speaking the name of Jesus as loud as they could. When the word of faith was spoken that night, 5,384 Muslims were filled with the Holy Ghost in one single service are there any believers in this place today that can clap your hands and shout unto God everybody stand with me I'm, I'm almost done You do your thing. Hallelujah. There is an unprecedented apostolic shift taking place globally right now. Every nation of the world is shaking under the power of the Almighty God. No longer should we be thinking from the perspective we need a 10% revival in our cities. That is a human thought. God's vision for Terre Haute is a 100% revival. Every man, every woman, every child, every church, every mosque, every pastor. Come on, somebody. Get God's vision inside of you. No more 10%. No more 20%. 100% revival. God is strategically disrupting the world right now. Pastor asked me to share with you. I'm so sick and tired of hearing the term Muslim crisis. Now, 
Let me make you clear about something. I'm a former U.S. soldier. I own guns. I own, right now I'm trying to buy property so I can bury the boyfriends of my daughters on that property. So I'm a manly man. My daughters and I have an agreement. The agreement is they can start dating when I am 70 years old or dead, whichever one comes first. It's, it's apostolic. I mean, let's be honest. All the good men are already gone. The options for them are limited. What was I talking about? I got disrupted. Yeah, every time I think about my daughter's dating, it messes up my mind. Muslim crisis, that's right. Thank you. There's no such thing as a Muslim crisis. There's no such thing as an immigration crisis. The mass immigration of Muslims coming from the Middle East and going all around the world is God's global harvest strategic vision. There are nations in this world that we will never be able to carry the gospel. We will never be able to go into some nations. As a Caucasian man that was a former soldier, there's certain nations that I'm just not welcome in. But God, in His wisdom and in His vision for a seven billion soul global harvest has begun to disrupt the Middle East and push people that are hungry for the truth into nations all around the world where they can have religious freedom and hear about the mighty God in Christ and be born again of the water and of the spirit In Vienna, Austria, since the Muslim immigration began, just in the last three years, we have had 200 Muslims from Afghanistan, Lebanon, from Syria, from uh, Egypt, that have come all the way from Saudi Arabia. We've had over 200 Muslims be filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in Jesus' name in my church in Vienna. And now we have a Muslim church in my city that is a one God, Jesus' name, tongue-talking. Interesting point. In the, right in the midst, right in the midst of our Muslim revival. My wife hates it when I call it a Muslim revival, but I think it's such a cool statement. The Muslim revival... Right in the midst of that, we had this German, Caucasian German man come into our service on a Sunday morning. He was walking by our church, heard all the music and all the noise, came in, thought it was a party, wanted to see what was going on. He sat on our row, coming to every service for six weeks, watched us baptizing 10 and 20 Muslims a service. Finally, after six weeks, he walks into my office, looks me in the eye, and he said, you don't even know who I am. He said, but I'm the director of the Vienna Film Academy. He said, I'm a very influential person in the city of Vienna and the nation of Austria. He said, I am here in Austria right now because we have been asked to do a video about the Muslim crisis in the nation of Austria. He said, but in six weeks, I realized there is no crisis where there is the power of the Spirit. He said, instead of doing a video on the Muslim crisis, I would like to do a video entitled, One Day in a Pentecostal Church.
on the Sunday morning they showed up with all of these big awesome cameras and boom mics and they recorded everything we did that day I preached that day that the power or that there was no crisis where there was the Holy Ghost when I finished preaching that they videoed every Muslim getting the Holy Ghost every one of them being baptized in Jesus name that video has shown in three video what do you call those things um uh they're like film film academy things uh like why am i asking kind of film festivals that's right they it is shown in three film festivals across germany and austria already where they are showing a video about how muslims are being born again of the water and of the spirit in a one god jesus name church what am I saying? We are living in the very last days and God is positioning His church to have global influence and global harvest in these last days. That's why what we are about to do right now is so apostolic and so critical to what God is going to do globally. To see a seven billion soul global harvest. We cannot give what we have always given. We cannot do what we have always done. We cannot have the same vision. We've got to allow God to enlarge our territory and bless us indeed. We've got to allow the Lord to take the scales off of our eyes so that we can see that greater is He that is in us than He that is in the world. remember being in Ethiopia years ago in 1999 in Ethiopia I will never forget that the first crusade I'd ever been able to be with incredible incredible time with brother Billy Cole sister Brian one of the most amazing experiences of my life I will never forget there was a lady there she was completely blind had been blind since birth pastor and the Lord spoke to her in a dream and said the lady only owned one goat and in a dream the Lord spoke to her and said if you will radically sacrifice and make your way to Wara and hand this goat that is special to you to the man of God he said the moment you hand off this radical sacrifice I will give you your eyes. I was standing there on the platform when they led this blind woman carrying a goat in her arms up to a Pentecostal apostolic platform. I saw it with my own eyes. The moment she handed that goat to Brother Cole, it was as if a white sheet pulled off of her eyes and fell onto the ground and all of a sudden her pupils begin to form and those eyes begin to form and instantaneously in the moment of radical sacrifice what seemed impossible just a day before all of a sudden God began to release creative miraculous power There are some of you, you need a physical healing today. 
You need an emotional healing today. You need favor from God in certain situations. You're going through trials in your family. But I have a word from God for you right now. At the moment of your radical sacrifice, the windows of heaven are going to open. And all they that have devoured you, God will devour them today. All they that have spoiled you, God is going to spoil them today. All you're not going home the same way you came. God is already speaking to you right now. There's a shift in the atmosphere. You've been dealing with some things. They're going to disappear today. God is going to show himself mighty through your radical sacrifice. God is going to make a way where there seems to be no way. Things that man cannot produce. God is going to make happen today. remember standing on the platform of General Conference two years ago. The Lord had spoke to me in that service. The Lord told me, He said, I want you to give a $10,000 one-time sacrificial offering in this global missions service. Now, my wife and I didn't have $10,000, but I heard the voice of the Lord clearly. Make a pledge of faith. Give 10000 in this offering. We didn't have that, Brother Harpo. Nothing at all like that. Didn't know where 10000 was coming from. But I remember standing in that pulpit. And the Lord speaking to me again. And the Lord said, Is 10000 enough? He said, What if I gave you a harvest? Unprecedented. He said, if we had a seven billion soul revival, is 10,000 enough for that? He said, I want you to double that, that pledge. So I'm standing, a missionary, standing in the pulpit of General Conference. And I told that conference, I said, I don't know what God is doing, but God just told me to give 20000 in this offering to double what I was planning to give and that he would make it up. $20,000. Brother and Sister Brian, you know that's not, uh, there's not very many missionaries that have 20 grand sitting around. Brother and Sister Driggers, do you have 20000 sitting around? Sister Tricia, Sister Amber, do you have 20,000? But I heard the voice of the Lord. If we're going to have a 7 billion soul revival, we've got to give more than we've ever given. We've got to give by faith. We've got to sacrifice. We've got to make a pledge like nothing else. We've got we to get a vision for what God is doing globally and then put our money behind it. We don't need new cars. We don't need new guns. We don't need new motorcycles, new four-wheelers, new houses, new property. You've been saving money for something for a long time, but God wants you to give it to the harvest today. My wife and I made that pledge. I want you to know, we walked down off the platform from that service. And a pastor walked up and put a check in my pocket. The first check I received was a $10,000 check. The pastor said, I want to be a part of that pledge. I walked a little bit further. Another pastor came up and put another check in my pocket. It was for $10,000. Before we left that service, we were able to pay off a $20,000 pledge. You cannot outgive God. When you make a pledge of faith, God will bless you. Pressed down, shaken together, running over.
here today, God is already speaking. I want you to get your card. Everybody get your card. I want all of our missionaries and all of our ministers in this building, if you will, I want all of our missionaries and all of our ministers to come and line up across the top step of this platform. Would you come, Sister Tricia, Sister Amber, all of our missionary team, Sister Driggers, Sister uh, Brian, if you don't mind coming. All of our ministers, ministers' wives, if they would come with them. I want you to line up as close to the edge here as you can. Brother Driggers, Brother Brian, stay with me. I want you to listen to me. We are going to do two things today. All of our ministers across the top step, if you will. Ministers across the top step, evenly if you can. Try to make sure there's enough of you everywhere. We're going to do two things today. How many of you believe in a seven billion soul harvest? If you believe that, I want you to wave your card. Would you do that? Just wave your card. Everybody who believes that we can have a seven billion soul harvest, wave your card. We're going to do two things because we want to be a part of a seven billion soul harvest. We want to give a radical, sacrificial offering here today. So here's what I want us to consider doing. Of course, we're going to do our monthly pledge. Whatever you're going to do monthly, you need to put that on this card. Put it on this card. Whatever you gave last year, you need to give more this year. You need to double up if you can. Take a leap of faith and give double monthly what you gave last year. Take a leap of faith. But on top of that, I want you to write on this card a one-time sacrificial offering that you're going to give in the next 30 days. Maybe you'll have to sell something to do it. Maybe you got to get rid of a car, a gun, a four-wheeler, a piece of property. Maybe you got to empty out that savings account. I don't know what it is that God wants to do in you. But I want you to be very prayerful right now and consider a one-time sacrificial offering like you have never, ever given before so we're going to give a a monthly sacrifice but we're going to give a one time in the next 30 days sacrificial offering like we've never given before for a 7 billion soul revival and in that I think it would be amazing if today we just gave a cash offering just whatever's in our pocket (laughs) wouldn't that be amazing to just sow radically sacrificially today I want everybody to stand with me it feels so good in this place right now I feel faith here how many of you feel faith something is happening that's never happened before right now before you start writing we're going to pray we're going to pray over this place we're going to pray for a radical blessing that comes upon everybody who gives radically sacrificially I'm going to ask Brother Driggers to pray the prayer of faith of radical sacrifice over this place right now I want you just to lift up your hands with this card and Brother Driggers is going to pray over this Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, freely we have received of your spirit, Lord, freely we must give, God. Lord, we lose faith in this atmosphere, we lose faith in this place, God. We claim the city of Terre Haute for Jesus Christ. 
We claim this word for your name, Lord. Let the word of faith, Lord God, be in operation in this place, Lord. In the name of Jesus, you have begun a good work in us, Lord. You will perform it to the day of your coming, God. And in the name of Jesus, Lord, we declare a blessing, Lord, over everyone that decides to give in this place, God. We declare a blessing, Lord, over this congregation, Lord. We declare a blessing over this city, God. We declare a blessing, Lord, over every missionary in this house, God. And we declare a blessing over your church, God, the church that is founded and built on the name of Jesus Christ and the apostles' doctrine, Lord. Let it be done according to your word and let it be done according to your spirit, God. And we declare according to your faith, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let it be done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to take that card. I want you to hear the spirit of the Lord. Some of you can give a thousand as a sacrificial offering. Some can give five thousand. Some can give ten or twenty thousand. And some can give more than that. Whatever God is speaking to you that you can give in the next 30 days. I want you to write that on this card and also put on her here your one your your monthly pledge. Quickly write it in. Everybody quickly write it in. Now, if you're ready, I want everybody to come as a family. And I want you to bring this card and put it in one of these baskets. Bring empty out your pocket. Bring a cash offering. I want everybody to come and give sacrificially and stay in this altar. Don't leave the altar. We're going to pray one more time. I want you to quickly come. As you come, I want you to gather in the altar and lift up your hands and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Would you come and lift up your voice and begin to pray? Stay in the altar when you come. Stay in the altar when you come. Everybody stay in the altar if you will. Come on and get close. I want everybody in this place to come because we're going to pray the prayer of faith over everybody. I want you to quickly come. Everybody come. Hallelujah.